this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Another episode of the Hop Nerd Podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor, head over to the website www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media, pretty much everywhere at uh, the Hop Nerd or Sam Goodman or something similar. You know how to get a hold of me. Slide into the DMs, shoot me an email, Sam at thehopnerd.com or thehopnerd at gmail.com. And the handy dandy website is always available over at www.thehopnerd.com. And before we jump into today's episode, going to do a little bit of an update. I've been trying to keep you updated with everything that's boing, boing, that's been going on. There we go. I'll just not combine those two words together into boing. Everything that's boing on in my world world. And you might have noticed I've not been around for a couple weeks. And the really good explanation of that is, um, I don't know, I felt like taking a, a couple weeks off. That, that, there you go. That, that, that's pretty much it. I've been super duper duper busy and had a lot of really like interesting, amazing, amazing, amazing life things happening. So I disappeared and uh, I disappeared to Hawaii. Ooh, scary traveling around. Uh, scary, scary, scary stuff, I know. Um, but I disappeared to Hawaii for a little bit. I just fell off the grid for a while, which was kind of super duper fun. Um, as most of you know, I've not been on social media. I mean, like it's there. Like go, go follow, go like like and subscribe and, and do all that kind of sort of stuff. But uh, nobody's home. Like I'm, I'm not checking stuff right now. I just, I just don't feel like it. And Oh my goodness, the amount of uh, extra time and peace and just general well-being that has given me in my life has, has been really, really good. So again, I would suggest that you try it after you go follow, like, subscribe, do all that kind of sort of stuff. <laughs> but uh, general life update. So you guys know that I moved and then we're also in the process. We just moved the studio completely over to our new place. And then on top of that, we're in the process of starting to build a house too. So that's been pretty insane. Uh, and then as I mentioned, we disappeared uh, and just kind of floated down to Hawaii, went and just hung out, really just hung out, just, just hung out, rented a car, drove around, spent some time doing some surfing, doing some other fun stuff, just kind of catching up on stuff that I like to do. Uh, and then I got like a big surprise because most of you know, uh, my, my significant other Jarrell, uh, he surprised me by asking me to marry him. So we're going to get, we're going to get married at some point in the next year. Um, we're shooting for next October. So if you want an invite to the Hopner wedding, let me know. <laughs> we're going to be here in Arizona doing that at some point next year. So yeah, with everything going on in life, everything that's been kind of happening in the day job too, got a lot of stuff cooking over there. Uh, life's just been super busy, and uh, yeah, I just needed to take a little bit of time to uh, get away, unwind, de-stress, uh, continuing, continuing my disappearance from social media for the time being and, until I just feel like uh, coming back and hanging out there. Uh, but so for today's message, let me just jump right in, and it'll be kind of short since I gave you a little chunk of an update here, um, but I want to go back to this idea of zero and even even more e even more than zero is it's this idea that, that somewhere in our minds as organizations we almost believe in this idea that we can have negative injuries right like like we should not only get to zero but we should be beyond 
zero. Now, how we usually see that manifest, and I've seen this, I've seen this come out in several different kind of artifacts and organizations, but the, the one that really sticks out to me is where they, they, this particular organization took the pyramid and then basically built more layers on the pyramid below that and then drew a line through it and said that, you know, below this line is what we consider to be beyond zero. Everything below this line, we want to live below the line. And everything below the line pretty much had to do with like, you know, behavior stuff. It was all like, we'll find and fix behaviors. We'll find and fix people. We'll find and fix behaviors through rules and through beatings and punishment, through greater oversight. It, it all had to do with behaviors and punishment and oversight and kind of all that kind of cluster of garbage that we know that, that we see happen around that kind of sort of stuff. So we find ourselves in this position where we want to go into the negative. We want to build up some margin through beating oversight, super hyper-focus on behaviors. And we think that's ultimately going to stop us from having accidents. That's focusing on beyond zero is how we finally get to zero. So if we shoot for the moon, we might make it out, you know, out all out off the ground just a little bit. If we shoot for the stars, we might make it to the clouds and the clouds are just good enough for us. So it's, it's just insane. I, I always loved this. <laughs> I love this. I had a conversation, one of my several conversations with the amazing, amazing Clive Lloyd, uh, where, you know, we, we were kind of going back and forth talking about zero. And it was almost this idea that this beyond zero thing is companies want to get to the point where we can basically resurrect our dead, right? That we've killed somebody. Now we can, we can resurrect them <laughs> from the dead, which is, is just, it's just insane. So I think we have to back up and we, we really have to ask ourselves that question. What is that focus really doing for us? I mean, when, when we when we sit there and we say we're going to shoot for this just insane, unrealistic target, we're going to demand that target. You know, we're going to demand those green boxes all the time. Uh, and bad things are never permitted to happen in our organizations. Uh, and when they do, we're going to we're going to meet that pain with more pain. And we're just going to kind of double down on this beyond zero crap. What's that actually doing? within our organizations. I'll tell you, it's nothing good. I've, I mean, personally, I, I can just speak from my experience and I've never seen it do anything good. Some of the consequences of that, in fact, usually end up being things that are quite nasty, right? Most of these organizations have this hyper-focus on zero and getting to zero. People walk around on eggshells. We're walking around on eggshells going, I'm not going to be the one. I'm not going to be the one that breaks this 14 million day streak of zero. I'm not going to be that person. My crew's not, we're, we're not going to be those people. Um, so if we have something, we're going to manage it at our level. We're going to take care of it at our level. And, you know, if we can help it, if it's anything short of cutting something off, <laughs> we're going to take care of it on our own. And then if we cut something off, if it's just something kind of minor that we can sneak you out here and get you to the hospital on our own, then we'll take care of it that way. But we're definitely not, we're definitely not bringing that up to the organization. So really what I'm saying is that most often, most often in the application of uh, our approaches to this kind of zero and beyond zero stuff, let's just stick with zero for now, but in our approaches to the zero thing. The only thing that we really do is create an environment in which honesty is not possible. We create an environment in which people cannot report things. So what we're really doing is creating an environment of not learning. We're creating an environment in which we do not allow people to share the bad news with us. And when we cannot hear the bad news, how can we learn? 
How can we ever get better? How can we ever actually help? And even deeper into that for me and to kind of the more humanistic side of that is just being a leader in an organization. Again, I have a day job. I want to be there to take care of my employees. I want to be there to take care of my employees. I want to create an environment in which if something bad does happen, I want to know about it. Not so I can beat people, but ultimately first, first and foremost, so we can get that person adequate care. So we can take care of that person that injured themselves doing work for us, right? I mean, just as people, that should, that should be number one, right? And then number two, how can we learn from this? How we, we've, we've already made the investment, right? We've already made the investment. We've made the investment with blood. Sometimes we've made the investment with a significant close call. We've made the investment in some form, shape or another, and we need to get a return on that investment. And the only way we get a return on that investment is by learning. If not, if you want to give, I'll just continue to tie this to, to investment and money. If, you, if not, we might as well just be flushing our investment down the toilet. When we create an environment in which people cannot be honest with us, when we create an environment in which people cannot share the bad news with us, we're moving in the opposite direction of learning. And we're venturing into a land in which we're just completely blind, right? We're completely blind organizationally. We have no clue what's happening. That big shiny zero on the wall feels good and we pat each other on the backs and we have little parties and we pay out huge bonuses for it. But at the end of the day, all that zero really means to me is that we have no freaking clue what's actually happening within our organizations. Now, to kind of dive back into the beyond zero thing, we like to go down that path of, okay, if, if zero is, is the goal, and if we want to get to zero, we have to get to this ultimate zero, this zero on everything, because we still really, 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 really believe that small bad things lead to big bad things happening. We really, really, really like this idea. We still cling to this idea that if we can just stop the little bad things from happening, then worse bad things can happen because we removed one of those magical dominoes, right? We've, we've removed those things that lead to other things. So if we can get rid of our, our recordables, then we won't, or if we can get rid of our lost times, then we won't have fatalities. If we can get rid of our recordables, then we won't have lost times and we won't have fatalities. If we can get rid of our first aids, then we won't have recordables and then we definitely won't have lost times and then we definitely won't have fatalities. And if we can get rid of those freaking little close calls, then finally we can get rid of first aids, which will then get rid of recordables, which will then get rid of lost times, which will then get rid of fatalities. And we're one step closer to resurrecting our dead that we have killed the years prior. Now, then we kind of come to this conclusion, well then, okay, we're at the end of the line. So we've significantly reduced fatalities. We've significantly reduced recordables, lost time incidents. Uh, and let me back up. Let me say that we, we probably haven't significantly reduced fatalities. I'm just kind of, kind of working this backwards in my head. <laughs> let, me, let me say this, is that we're probably having fatalities at a consistent rate, whatever, whatever that looks like. But we've got rid of our lost time injuries for a good chunk of them. We've got rid of our recordables. We don't have any first aids now. And so if we're not having any first aids, now we're confused because we don't know why we're still having a recordable here or there. But we don't have any first aids, so that's good. And we've gotten to the point to where we don't have any close calls. Now, let me say this, too, is that when I say that we're not having them, let's expand upon that and say that people are not reporting them. <laughs> people are not reporting them. Or let's say we get down to the end of the line and we're going, man, you know, we've done really good, but we're still having like two close calls a year. 
we got to get rid of those two close calls because as long as those two close calls are there, we're not into the negative, and we're leaving that potential to have a first aid, which then leaves the, leaves the potential to have a recordable, which then leaves the potential to have a lost time injury, which then leaves the potential to kill somebody. So we go below the line. Uh, you, you, you felt it. You knew I was going to circle back to the below the line thing. So when we've run out of ground, right, we've run out of ground because we're at, we're at the bottom of that pyramid now, right? We're at the bottom of that pyramid. And now we're saying, well, what do we focus on? Aha, behaviors. If we can just fix people, because ultimately we believe, we ultimately truly in our heart of hearts believe that those freaking close calls come from bad behavior. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm getting into a rant here. Now I'm going to start hacking and coughing. I left my coffee across the room. Again, you know these are not scripted. These are not edited because that's that's there. That's there. There you go. Real real, real safety stuff going on over here. So we, we focus heavily on those behaviors. We start focusing heavier on oversight. And again, nothing really changes. We're just doubling down on doing the same old tired things just more and more and more. So when we do have a... a a trend, a trend where we have two close, two, two close calls over the span of 100 years is, is a trend. That's how most safety professionals define a trend. If you have more than one, it's a trend. <laughs> if, you just, if you just have, sometimes one is a trend. But if you definitely, if you have more than one, it's definitely a trend. Mm -hmm. But when we have that trend, you can't see my sarcastic air quotes going on over here. Maybe you can, maybe you can hear me waving around my arms. Um, but when we do have those pop up, then we, we just focus heavier. Okay, more observations, observation blitzes, more leadership oversight, heavier punishment, bigger sticks, bigger cares, beat people until we don't have close calls. And we're, we're just driving back to the same point we're already making, though, is that what happens with that is people just start to realize that they can't freaking tell you stuff. They just can't share stuff with you. If they have that close call, they're not going to tell you. If they have that first aid, they're not going to tell you. You're going to have folks walking around with bloody pockets, just wandering around, trying to take care of stuff on their own, you know, and just trying to get work done. I mean, that's ultimately it, right? They're, they're trying to get work done in the least painful way possible. And if you're creating pain, if you're introducing harm, suffering, pain points into your system, you're not going to get honesty on the other side of that, right? We're never going to overcome. We're never going to overcome that, that innate need of, or that innate sense of human self-preservation, right? That's like saying, there's a box full of sharp knobs and razor blades and snakes and anything else, scorpions, since I'm in Arizona, we got lots of those. There's a box full of scorpions. I'm telling you to put your hand in it, so put your hand in it. Who the hell in their right mind is going to do that, right? Nobody, nobody. So in that situation where we're saying, look, I know that there's a high, and you know, we know, we know that there's a high potential that if you report something, you're probably going to get in trouble. We're probably going to beat you. At the very least, if we don't get you in trouble and we don't beat you, we're going to make it real painful for you. We're going to make it embarrassing. We're just going to make it generally suck. But I have a rule written down, and I've told you a hundred times. So even with all that pain, even with that box of scorpions called reporting, because I'm telling you to stick your hand in it, you still need to stick your hand in it. It, it never works, right? You have to make it as headache-free, as painless, as easy as possible to be honest, even when it's the gnarly bad shit. That's what you got to do. And zero works in the opposite often. I'll say often. I, I, won't, I won't throw it out there and just bottom line it. But zero often, more often than not, <laughs> works in the direction of creating environments in which honesty is simply not possible. Again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. You know how to get in contact with me. Email is probably the easiest since I don't check social media and I'm kind of browsing that email. Um, just put like a bunch of exclamation points or something and say, hey, Sam, talk to me. And I'll probably definitely reply to you <laughs> at some point. Again, a lot, a lot going on in life over here, y'all. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's wild. It's crazy. 
um, with everything that's happening, but, but still continuing to focus on the podcast, even though I've taken a little bit of time. I mentioned before, we're going to a one episode a week schedule, and I'm going to try my best to stick to that. There's going to be some weeks where I, it just doesn't happen. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's probably just not going to happen. I've got a six-year-old that's soon to be seven, <laughs> soon to be seven, uh, building a house, getting married, got a lot of stuff going on at the day job, plus everything else. And, you know, six-year-old turning seven, she's starting to play uh She's starting to play soccer, so I guess to my UK friends, football. She's starting to play football. Um, to my American friends, no, she is not putting on pads and playing American football. She's playing soccer. <laughs> so we got all this the fun dad stuff going on too, which, again, to my parent friends out there, you know how much time that takes up, and that's the important place to invest your time. So I'm going to leave you with that note. Go spend time with your loved ones. Go check up on your loved ones. Turn off this freaking podcast. Go hang out with your kids. Go do something wacky and fun. I don't know. Go turn on some music and dance through your house. Have a good day. That's all I've got. Sam Goodman, The Hop Nerd, signing off. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.